When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, but Jeff and Jean gave me that. Yes, gift. but you were never going to use it, and yeah, thus so they gave it to me. I would have smelled it. That's not on my own time. That's not what uh, you, candles are for. Candles so. are for decoration and to be smelled. No, they're to be lit. But if you lit light them, then they go away. Yeah, and they well, disappear. You were never going to light yours, so you know I had to adopt it because that's what candles are here to do. They feel like it's prophecy was unfulfilled is this the, the one that was originally your candle or was this one that was i think that one was yours wow so you let them they it went down that fast it's been months <laughs> we've been it's inside been years. for so long <laughs> you had that for years yeah for since your birthday last year yeah when we went to palm That's, springs we didn't need that you didn't need that to be i guess oh okay i did go to palm springs two times for my birthday because I was like oh that was two years ago no 2019 your birthday Palm Springs right? I know but we I also went in 2018 did you yeah was I invited you were invited I don't think you could come uh yeah, I was, you texted me something we were, while we were there then. no we, we weren't were, feuding I think we you're working for div- on divos oh was I? I think so interesting yeah okay well <laughs> I'll just pretend like I wasn't invited okay you were fighting at I mean point. I don't imagine not inviting you to a birthday party I live next to you Shh, tell People oh, think that right. we There's were fighting. Drama. The there was think so there much was, drama, there was drama between in 2018. Us. It's true. Back in the day, oh, what I wouldn't give for some drama. I know. <laughs> That's just like between us. Same, you want to fight? Same. You want to fight on this podcast no. about something? I mean, unless you say something dumb, then I'll have to t- tell you you're wrong. I don't say dumb things. You're the one that says dumb mm. things. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Two Game Ads podcast. It's Matt. Steel. And it's Matt Palmer. And it's been another week. Yes. Another hot week. Yes. Another hot week. But it's been better. I mean, well, work has been hot, way hotter. Really? Because work has been like absolutely insane because of my wonderful flyering skills. Oh. It's been much busier and therefore we're moving more and we're right by, you know, the hot kitchen. It's just been sweltering oh, and terrible. Gosh. I've had to take a shower every day after work and it's been devastating. I mean, I guess it's understandable. That's tough. We I know. Like I know. What did, what did you do this week? What did, did I do this see? week? Um, I, uh, well, I saw Janie today. Uh, we had a, did you? Uh, Is that where we, you were at this We had a morning? park hang this morning, yes. And so, um, yeah, so it was good to see Janie I hadn't seen her in a bit and so it was lovely to catch up with her I have seen Jackson a bit and that's been lovely um I'm trying to think of what else I even did mm-hmm. I mean I had music stuff to do there was a producer uh who the same people who represented the namaste people were like oh we have another dance song and we need someone to write and sing on and I was like great you should pay me and they're like we will and I was great. like once I received the money I started working on it <laughs> that's wonderful I heard you singing yesterday was I really singing or like two was days it? ago was it Friday they're oh. one of these Days, like the past couple of days, you were like singing. Really? Like this I mean, in your room. No, I mean not. And I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever heard him hold out notes that high for so long. Interesting. I don't even remember this. I was like, oh, this is going to be a vocal was track. I, I was like, this is going to be like, I'm this be like the bodyguard you, soundtrack you're not, recording in your bedroom. It could not have been this track because it is not very vocally challenging. Okay. It's it's fun. <laughs> it's very fun and easy, and we love that. But uh-huh. 
No, it's, I don't know okay. what I was doing. Uh, well, maybe you were just, just singing something that wasn't yours. I mean, you were just warming up or something. very kind. You sounded good. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> well, like, thanks. You sounded great. And I was like, oh, he's writing something in there. And it's, I wasn't. It's, it's I will always love you. It's, it, it's I wasn't notes. and it wasn't. Okay. But how was your week? It was good. Yes. I. It was very nice. You know, a lot of the Big Brother, a lot of, I watched the whole DNC every day. I was going to say, that's the first news for yeah. we have. How did you feel about the DNC? I did not watch that. I loved the DNC. I heard it was great. I, it was wonderful. I think, you know, it was really creative the things they were doing I loved the roll call how it mm. went through all the different states and they were actually in the state yeah um, and you got to see you know the 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 vast array of uh, backgrounds of the United States of America I love the, that. the different uh, geographical locations okay was, I thought it was really great uh, really beautiful cried several times Wow. Uh, the giant but you know it's I cried the last time too because I was like <laughs> wow this is so beautiful we are stronger together and now I'm like oh no we will build back better yeah you know, so I, it was just the one. The segments were all wonderful. Yeah. The speeches were all wonderful. I, I still need to rewatch several of them because I've only seen, I think, Michelle Obama's speech, which was I mean, that was that was unbelievable. That, that was, was just, the night one, wasn't that it? That was night one, wow. and I was just like, man, I feel so guilty. And the guilty about what? I don't know. I, I did know. everything right. I know it's like we voted, but I still we, feel bad. I still feel. I, she just has a way of being like that mom who is disappointed. Exactly. She's not mad. She's disappointed. And like, lad, the the speech in 2016 was really rousing. It was. Just just like no we will not be disillusioned and everything and it was really like empowering and this one was just like guys <laughs> look what you we done. let ourselves down and we cannot yes. afford that anymore it's and like, she was about to cry Barack Obama was like was about to cry like he Barack Obama was getting teary and it was just like man I feel I'm devastated all by right all these speeches outside <laughs> of Barack Kamala and Joe Biden any other speeches I like need to watch I mean I also saw the the kid who has a stutter. Oh, that was so oh, sweet. He was amazing. Yeah, I mean, there were wonderful moments. I loved the uh, the woman Jacqueline who was like the elevator security guard. She was mm. the one who nominated Joe Biden for his nomination. Oh, that's I, I nice. thought that was really wonderful. Um, I don't know. I, there were so many things. I loved the Amtrak segment where it mm. talked about how Joe would uh, go back and forth commute every day because he, when he was a congressman starting out, yeah. uh, he had just lost his wife and daughter in a car accident and he would he would still make sure to travel back to uh, or up to Wilmington, Delaware every night to like tuck his kids in. He has and, dealt with so much loss in his I life. I know. It's like that yeah. poor guy. And it's so inspiring the fact that, you know, he's been able to still do all this stuff with everything that he's dealt with. And, and I think the DNC just went off wonderfully. I loved them going outside at the end and all the fireworks and mm. people honking in their cars. It was just a very positive experience. The only so. criticism I've heard of it is, and I just not, again, I didn't watch. I'm just hearing in the ether. Mm. That people were upset that they felt like they were playing towards more like the undecided middle ground voter and mm-hmm. like they weren't like they were talking to like like let's bring up John Kasich and all these like Republicans who were defecting from their party. There, there were tons of Republicans. Do seeing. you think there was too much focus on that? Did that bother you in watching? Not like, in the slightest. <laughs> no. no, guys, these are the people who we need to sway because we don't we don't need swaying. Yes. Fun fact, these are the people who we need to Right. Like, sorry, that's just how it is. And it's like, also, if you're super progressive and you still feel like you need to be swayed, like, come the fuck Oh, then you're an idiot and I have no time (laughs) for it. Like, it's just like, no. It's just like, of course, we all want what we want and what you want is very, very left. But you know who's a lot closer to what you want than Donald Trump? Yes. Joe fucking Biden. This is literally the most progressive platform in history. He's worked with all the progressives in Washington to create this platform. Everyone should be happy with this platform. I'm with you. Like, let's go. (laughs) So now we just got to convince, you know, 
the John Kasichs, which we've already convinced John Kasich. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, so so I was I was very happy. You were with okay the with dancing. that? Okay. Yes. How about great. uh? Oh, I already I already asked you what you, you did. did this week. <laughs> but you already just forgot. Oh my god! I already just forgot. I mean, well, I guess yeah. we got to jump into the news for idiots. I guess let's go. I mean, the first thing that I want to talk about is the fact that I'm always right. Like in general, but mm. especially on this podcast, mm-hmm. especially last week's podcast, mm-hmm. I said. I have a feeling. <laughs> and that feeling was that Mariah Carey was releasing a B-Sides compilation. And The Rarities was announced uh, a few days after that. Well, it was discovered by the Lambs by looking up links. But yep. it was announced on Good Morning America on Wednesday last week. And uh, from what we understand, we uh, have been investigating. Apparently, for some reason, the first disc track list has not... Um, like been leaked or uh, but on the on their wikipedia there are writers next to all of the songs mm, and so people okay. are kind of trying putting to figure out putting pieces. the pieces together and it looks like slipping away is included it of looks course. like everything fades away is included of course it looks like do you think of me is included okay i don't know that any other released b-sides are going to be on it i feel like we're hearing a song from her demo tape maybe hypnotized maybe mm-hmm. the demo version of vision of love because ben margulies who only worked with her on her demo and in the first album because tommy didn't like him and got him removed okay. um is featured on the first track okay uh supposedly it looks like uh there are several covers one of which is a song from fame that i listened to and it made no effect on me fame fame uh, it's a cover i of a sing song. the body electric no come oh, the fuck I love up that song there's something like one um i'll look it up there's a, a, a song that's covered by there. There's a, a cover of Lullaby of Birdland, I guess Lullaby. it does. I saw that Standard. and I was just like, wait, what? Supposedly that's going to be on it. Apparently the original Loverboy with the original sample is going to be on it. Okay. And it's like, I need to hear what the single could have been. Fame. Like, Fame. Oh, I, Out Here on My Own? Yes. Oh, that's a beautiful song. That's a I lovely song. I listened to it and I was like, and I feel nothing. I think that's a lovely song. I, it was nominated for the Oscar along with Fame, I think. Oh, and Fame won the okay. Oscar. But uh, yeah, no, I think well, that's a great song. I guess I'll hear how Mariah does it. I, right, I'm excited well. about that. Um, and I, we're hoping that there's a song called Crave on there, which she's been mentioning for a long time. I don't know. I think we're, we're very excited. And it seems like it's a lot of B-sides we don't know. But I'm glad that Slipping Away made the cut. And then, of course, if you watch the video, you know that the second disc is the Tokyo Dome performance. And I just... I'm filled with glee. I'm over the moon about it. Uh, if you have not watched the performances, Mariah Carey also performed uh, Vision of Love and Close My Eyes uh, during the announcements uh, on Good Morning America. Sounded lovely, sounded beautiful, and I just am happy for her. I'm happy for us. I'm happy that we're going to have a week of the rarities and the meaning of Mariah Carey all in one week. Hey, we did it, guys. We did it. We- Honestly, <laughs> every legacy art, uh, every legacy artist should do what she is doing right now. Oh, like, absolutely. Is there a way to energize your fans? Un- like, this is the way to do it. Absolutely. Give them the stuff that they want to hear that they a lot of times haven't heard yes. before. Like, yes. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Sure. I love it. I, I think it's very smart. She's, I mean, ever since that new number one, she's just like, okay, what am I doing? All right. What else Let's are we go. doing? What else are we What doing? else are we doing? And you know what? We're putting out the rarities. So very excited about that. October 2nd, everyone mark your calendars um, on another pop diva update. Britney Spears on last Monday, I believe, um, filed paperwork to seek substantial changes to her conservatorship. Um, there was, it was a long document. I don't know exactly what it meant mentioned, but the main takeaway that I got from reading it was uh, that she wishes that uh, her father, who is not, I believe, 
on the non-financial conservator side at the moment. He stepped down to take care of his health, but he might not come back. So Spears has expressed strong opposition to having her father, Jamie, return as conservator of her person or her estate. Last year, he stepped back from this role and was temporarily replaced by professional conservator Jody Montgomery without any uh, in any way waiving her right to seek termination of this conservatorship in the future, Brittany would like Miss Montgomery's appointment as conservator of her person to be made permanent. The document also makes clear that Spears does not expect her father to go quietly and as such will seek counsel from a law firm with substantial expertise in handling such complicated legal matters. Okay, so she wants this lady, Jody Montgomery, to be the full time conservator and not just the temporary. Okay, so she's not like, ooh, I want. Totally out of this conservative. Yeah. She's just like, I want a sort of like objective, non-partial. Exactly. Party, I don't want is, my father to be yes. doing this, which, which I think is, makes sense. I feel like should be on a lot of conservatives exactly. for like a grown adult. Exactly. I feel and like that makes sense. I feel like that's a very, I feel like it's a very um, smart um, ad- adults, um, uh, mature Absolutely. decision to come to as Britney Spears to be like, you know what? If this is going to be what it is, I want this. Yeah. And so. it's I feel like it's a step towards, you know, what she and at the end of the day wants, which is the conservatorship to be lifted. Totally. But, you know, let's take, a, you know, let's walk before we run okay, and yes. let's just get my father because everyone has a complicated relationship in some way with their family or their parents or like whatever. And like to overly complicate it with the fact that they're in control of all of your financial and personal decisions mm-hmm. when you are well into your 30s is like. Let's remove that layer. Yes. You know, there's no need. So do we stand Jody Montgomery? Hey, if Britney stands her, I stand her. All right, Jody. And I think it's good. I think this is good for the free Britney people to hear because it's like, okay, maybe Britney does in the long run want that to be lifted, but it's not like she's needing to break the chains right now. This kind of, you know, in my mind, kind of sounds like she's happy with how things are right at the moment, which is what it felt like to me when you watch her Instagrams. It's not like this is a person in peril. It's like she's lighthearted and she's, you know, making her videos and she doesn't feel like performing which was a part of this as well says things have changes uh have uh shifted in her life and part is spears's desire not to perform at this time and it's like oh i guess that is the desire but again what i want is what britney spears wants whatever makes her happy and if this is what she wants i hope that she gets what she wants Uh, i know there was a status hearing on wednesday in los angeles and i don't think there was any substantial change so i don't know if that means jamie's going to come back on Mm -hmm. i hope that does not mean that but uh it just it seemed like it was just a status hearing and like if I don't know. I don't know if, if this uh, paperwork were to go through when it would be, you know, when that would happen. But uh, hopefully soon. I just hope things don't happen that Britney doesn't want. Yes, always, always I agree. I applaud want. Britney Spears for coming to this. Yes. I And I hope everything works out for her. I do, too. Yeah. So Matt Steele. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a rumor. Mm-hmm. I had a rumor that the Tony Awards were going to be held digitally this fall on a Zoom. This was... Shocking news to wake up to. What? What? Could you explain this to me? I can't explain. It. I, I truly. I and every and everyone's like, yes, this is so exciting. We should celebrate Broadway and everything. And I'm just like, but okay, the Tony Awards naturally. It's hard for them to be 100% fair because lots uh-huh. of shows close before, you know, near Tony time. You right. know, shows can close in November, December, January, whatever. And so Tony voters, first of all, I don't believe that the Tony, I, I, I think that the Tony nominating committee is different from the people who, who from the American theater wing who actually votes for the Tony. Oh, awards, interesting. Which is 
so bizarre. Yeah, why? I don't know. It's that's so bizarre. But so it's it's very hard for the Tony Awards to be 100% fair because shows close before nominations come out right. and when the it's time to vote. So it's very unfair for these shows that have already closed because voters cannot see them. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to see any of the I shows? I mean, you assume that a lot of these voters have already seen a number of things that are on Broadway, but right. unless these people are seeing recorded archival footage that has already been recorded for, say, something like Lincoln, the Lincoln Center Library, uh, unless every single voter is being given a screener of these professionally recorded productions, right. then I don't see how this is a fair way of gauging right. what is the best. Like, are people just going to vote based off of clips they see of the show online? Are they going like, are they going to vote based on the cast recording? Are they going <laughs> to, they could be given um, like copies of like the script and of yeah. course the score. I'm sure they will be given sample. I'm sure they'll be given the scores right. or the, and the scripts and everything so they can judge those based on that. But still that's, it's very hard because a show on paper could read very differently on stage. Right. It's, and just actual physical productions. It's hard to judge all those things. And I don't know. I just, I was very content with just like, okay, this Broadway season is going to be two years long. Right. And the Tony awards for the, uh, 2000, it's going to be 2019 to 2021. Right. Like that's going to be the season of shows, especially cause that'll be a year's worth of shows anyway. Yeah. Cause no show, new I was, shows that was my question is like, what shows are even going to be up for nomination? Like how many things open? It'll be that? like Jagged Little Pill. It'll be okay. uh Moulin Rouge. Okay. Um, it's, the thing is with like six is I don't even know if six will be eligible because the day Broadway shut down was opening night of six. Oh, so wow. six never officially opened. Wow. So I don't know what's going to be happening with that. I, I don't know. I just, I was very content with the 74th annual Tony awards being in 2021. Right. And because I feel like that is fair. That I makes mean, sense. If Broadway opens by then, which, yes. you know, hopefully. Yes. Uh, but I, I really don't know how this is going to, happen and have it be truly do we know the date it says this fall yeah it says this fall but like falls like a a month (laughs) away so it's just around the river bend so how are we planning this out i don't know i don't all right it all just feels very confusing it was confusing to me but i was like you know who's gonna know about this matt Steele. i (laughs) i i woke up like early in the morning and i saw all these tweets and i was just like i i First of all, I'm tired. I don't want to like wrap my brain around this and everything. And I'm just like, I don't know. But everyone seems really excited about it. But I just have, I have questions. I have questions. (laughs) I mean, I get it. I I understand it. Camila Cabello told us. I have questions. Uh, Lori Laughlin was just sentenced to two months in prison Mm. for the college admissions cheating scandal. Mm. How much did Felicity Huffman get? Uh, Two weeks? I don't know. (laughs) Like it was short. Yeah. Uh, cause, and she also pled not guilty, didn't she? I think she did. Or I think she like was about to, but yeah. then she, I forget. And then her husband um, got five months. Mm-hmm. These seem like, I mean, not, not to say that, you know, I believe in the prison system holding people forever, <laughs> but like these seem like very short sentences for the crime. Yeah. I, I yeah. I, I don't know what a crime like, like what would this technically be? Like fraud or... <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly what they're calling it, but it's just like, I mean, what you did was pretty bad. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it seems like you bought your way into school and lied about it. I just seems, it seems bad, but I guess, I guess that's the, 
you know. I mean, I guess since it's not like people. a violent crime. Oh come on! You know there are so many people in jail longer <laughs> I mean, for course, non-violent crimes. But, I mean, but those are the problems. I know. Like, that's I know. it's just yeah. that's the thing. I'm not. I just feel like it's just it's such an example of there being. I mean, it is very unfair because you hear about like this, and then you hear about like you know the lady who lied about her address so her daughter could go to exactly who's in jail for like a year, exactly. and it's like oh that's, that's absolutely truly insane. insane. Um, so it's I mean. Spo- shocker the prison system isn't fair I know, you know it's just it's just okay well do you think she's gonna have a career again or do you think no what do you, think? you think that's well it? I mean if she like if she and Felicity Hoffman were in a movie together oh again, I mean I would see it <laughs> like I would see it but like you know maybe like 15 years down the road right like a little Thelma and Louise uh, buddy okay. crime comedy <laughs> all right I guess we'll keep our ears peeled for that I'm I, down I'll not See it. <laughs> um, in more um, police news, I guess, uh, Megan the Stallion finally named Tory Lanez as the person who shot her. And that was always what was widely speculated. There was, um, if you haven't heard, Megan the Stallion got shot in the foot and the police were on the scene. And I don't think there were any arrests made at the time of that happening. But it just is so strange that Megan the Stallion is such a huge, giant star. And I feel like there's not a lot of discussion in the fact that she was. Shot. shot yeah just shot by a person yeah i feel like more people should be it's just really so fucked this. up and crazy and apparently the uh, tory lanes who's like a, a rapper singer like he's a rapper he's the guy on uh the jojo comeback song mm-hmm. uh and he has he and his people have been basically spreading lies saying that she's making things up and that no one sh- like he didn't shoot her and all this stuff and that's the reason she even came out and said that he shot her because she, she, she's like you're not gonna lie about this like clearly when the police were on the scene I didn't tell them because I didn't want it to become violent and have it be a horrible headline and all this and yeah. like I was covering for you you asshole <laughs> and now after you've said that I'm lying yeah I'm gonna tell everyone it was you and there are people out there who are like oh she's such a snitch it's like She's the she victim. was shot. She was what do you mean? shot like, like snitch Are you out of your fucking mind. It's just crazy to me. And so Megan, I think, did this on Instagram live and she said the police came. I'm scared. All this shit's going on with the police. The police is shooting motherfuckers for anything. The police was literally killing black people for no motherfucking reason. You think I'm about to tell the police that we us black people got a gun in the car. You want me to tell the law that we got a gun in the car so they can shoot all of us up. And it's just like. I just feel so it's just like she must be having so many conflicting emotions at this time in her life. She's the biggest she's ever been. Yeah. She has the number one song in the world. They're blocking Drake from the number one spot next week. That's how big WAP is. Damn. And she has to defend herself on the fact that she is a victim she's of a violent crime. When did this shooting happen? It was like, what, like three weeks ago? Maybe. Yeah. Three a month, maybe a little over. When did that. they shoot that music video? I think that they shot it a while ago. Okay. It seems like they shot it a minute ago. I, I mean, what, what actually like happened? I don't think anyone knows the full story. They know they were in a car together and that toy lane shot her. Just like shot foot. her foot in the, foot. In yes. the car. Yes. That's absolutely. And she had nuts. to have surgery to get like the bullet removed and like luckily didn't hit anything big but like she's still recovering and it's just like what what yeah it's not okay it's such a bizarre story i wonder if like maybe people aren't talking that much about it because there are so few facts that people know about it now we know one we know who did it yeah come from megan's mouth so i just only want good things for her i want her to continue to have all the success in the world and I just hope that we all can take Megan the Stallion and all black women's words seriously and not victim blame is this I feel like I ask for the same thing every week and I still don't get it are people like blaming her for? Being I mean a they're saying she's a snitch 
Oh, saying, saying she's a sinner. Yeah. That's, well, that's just, that's y- crazy. y'all are idiots. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's insane. I, I will not even humor like, like any of those responses that, because right. you are not even human beings. Are you just like trolls online, bots, whatever? I don't care. Like, you are, if you are complaining that Megan Thee Stallion is a snitch for, not even like fully revealing like who. Well, she revealed well, who she it revealed was it later, but, but like not, not even the revealing it at first. Like, like she was shot. Yes. She was assaulted yes. with a rifle. She could have died. Yes. With a wet, if I were to ever, if I were to ever see a gun in person, I would melt. Like that is how horrified I <laughs> right. am of them. And she was actually shot by a gun. And people are complaining that she's snitching. Get the it's fuck crazy. out of here! Like that's you are all monsters. Anyone who is complaining about her being a I know. Quote, snitch, I know. So Team Megan forever. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm excited for uh, the Good Snow Deluxe, where JoJo has announced she's going to be taking Tori Lanes off that song, and okay. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, I bet JoJo's just like motherfucker. I know. It's like really, bitch. But apparently, uh, a version of the comeback. Just with her is on the physical album, and everyone's like, "It's better anyway." So it's like, it's great. I can't wait to hear. Okay, it. that's on awesome. streaming. Um, I'm gonna skip this, but Taylor Swift did something nice, and she sent um, signed CDs to indie record stores, and that's cool. Oh, that's COVID great. COVID times. Um, so thank you, Taylor. Awesome. Olivia Wilde was hired to direct a Spider Woman movie at Sony, and I'm, uh, you know, we're not the biggest superhero movie people, but. We're both big Booksmart people. And so congratulations to Olivia Wilde for getting more fucking I can't wait until they all do drugs and they're (laughs) they're, uh, like Spider-Man characters, like action figures. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready. I mean, uh, Booksmart's so great. I mean, I'd watch that movie again. Yeah. It's just so so wonderful, and so I'm I'm just glad she's getting hired and doing amazing things. Spider Woman. Well, if you need, well, I like MJ, the uh, romantic opposite of Spider Man, is a redhead. Hey, so maybe I could be like the opposite romance of this. Okay, woman. can I play straight in an action movie? I don't know, but I, I, guess I, we'll I will try. I'll happily read for we it. We will see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very excited for her, and you know, I liked that into the Spider Verse movie. So hopefully, I will I still, watch Spider Woman. I still have yet to It's see very it. good. Yeah, I hear it's just amazing. Incredible. It's very good. So, um, and the last story is just sad news that is upsetting, and mostly I'm going to just tell this to my mom. Netflix canceled Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. Is your mama mom a Patriot? Loves, mom loves Hassan Minaj? Loves that show, yes, because it's like, I mean, he's very much on the right side of history about everything, and he's like exposing all of the horrors that are in the world. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just like every episode's like, this is why Amazon's horrible and you shouldn't support them. <laughs> and like, everything is just so digestible and easy to understand and funny, but also like really informative and I felt like that was a good way for a lot of people to get their information to like I don't know just things that people talk about in a way that is so much more digestible I appreciated his show for that so the fact that Netflix canceled is you know kind of a bummer yeah I've always liked Hassan Minaj's stuff I've yes. never like actually watched Patreon it's good like, everything I've seen of him do is has always been really impressive yes. and really fun he is. I'm excited to see what he does in the future exactly he's gonna land on his feet he's an attractive very smart guy and it'll oh, all work out for him I'm surprised you uh, aren't bringing up the, the Randy Rainbows uh, scandal. I mean, what? I don't really <laughs> engage with him pre-scandal. Like, I think he's so fucking lame. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess that's rude. But if you want to talk about, I mean, he's a racist, right? I mean, <laughs> like, I just, I don't have a lot of care for this person. <laughs> you know what? Fair. I mean, but if, if you have more to say, I want you to talk about it. I don't. I just, I just figured we were going to talk about it. Just be like, oh, yeah, that he's, he mess, yeah. Because what he makes parody videos yeah I mean he's definitely I, I've seen his comedy videos uh, like in the years prior to the election but since yeah. 2016 his parody videos have like really Come taken off thing, yeah. he's become an Emmy nominee for them and everything and uh, and then, of course, you know, the tweets were found from like 2010. Where yeah. He says he was creating some sort of like 
character with mm. these tweets, like a sort of Karen Walker type okay. like character, which okay, back in like 2010, that was sure, kind of a big people thing. Were like, doing that. like that was a very like Miranda Sings was very much a big thing where yeah. it's just like they would represent themselves on social media as this sort of ridiculous character right. that could possibly be unlikable and everything. Yes. Uh did you read like his apology? Okay. <laughs> I mean there were some solid apologetic moments but yes. then you know he starts talking about like his Emmy nomination oh and it's my like God. no 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 stop talking about this oh my and, God. and he feels the need to be like oh I've never had to have been my parents raised me right and to raise me with like an open mind and heart and, uh-huh. and everything so I've never had to have learned to not be racist and everything Jesus it's like oh that's kind of the the wrong way to yeah, put Yeah, you know. that's kind of the point. That's why we're talking now. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So, um, I mean, that happened. Okay, that <laughs> I, did happen. This yeah. is a person that I did not engage with before and will continue to not engage with. I don't know. I mean, from the little I've seen of him, from his name to everything he does, he just seems a little cheesy to me. And like, well, I mean, that's his shtick, you know. Well, I guess so. there's an audience for everybody. I, <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back All with right, more hey. 2K Matt's podcast. <laughs> So Matt Palmer's a liar, and wow. there's actually another News for Idiots story. I forgot that. about it, because I mean, who cares about this person? But Kellyanne Conway, <laughs> uh, well, basically her daughter, Claudia Conway, the 15-year-old daughter of Kellyanne Conway, uh, apparently is seeking emancipation from her parents, uh, she says on social media. I she said, that. I'm devastated that my mother is actually speaking at the RNC, like devastated beyond compare. In a follow-up post, she wrote, I'm officially pushing for emancipation, buckle up. Uh, because this is probably going to be public one way or another. Unfortunately, welcome to my life. Um, and basically, she just goes on and on about how uh, my mother's job ruined my life to begin with. Heartbreaking that she continues to go down this path after years of watching her children suffer. Selfish. It's all about money and fame, ladies and gentlemen. Which is like, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> but then Kellyanne Conway and then her father, whoever that other Conway man is, have both announced that she is stepping down from the White House mm-hmm. at the end of the month. And mm-hmm. he's stepping down from the Lincoln Project, the like Republicans against Trump thing or whatever. Yeah. Oh, is so he running the Lincoln Project? Yeah, I guess so. I don't oh, know I that was know him. Okay. Uh, and they're both stepping down to focus on their family. And... Um, yeah, I mean, I, they should have started focusing on their family a long time. I just ago. don't understand, like, how do you? I mean, it's one thing to like be in a relationship with someone that has like different politics than you a little bit, mm-hmm. but like this seems so violently opposed. Where you're just like, what are you? Like, someone's lying. Like, one of you doesn't believe this, and I believe Kellyanne Conway. You don't believe this whole Trump shit you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, that must be some paycheck. Yikes. Not worth it. Like you truly, your life is ruined. You are just yeah. in the history books. Oh, forever in the forever. history books. Like your reputation is like ruined forever. You literally created the mouthpiece that right. is Donald Trump. And I like yikes, 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 yikes. Yeah. And now like everyone is just la- like laughing at your I family. Know, I know because they know that your husband is actively h- hardcore <laughs> against you, and like your yeah. daughter's just like I'm so embarrassed right. by that. My mom is was his campaign manager. Right. I like. I mean, I'm, I mean, you know, we're not obviously Kellyanne, it's garbage, but you know, good on Claudia for bringing her down. You know, team Claudia. <laughs> you love a good uh, uh, daughter bringing down. Yes, you know, the, you know, the call was coming from inside the house. Who knew? Hey, oh, what's that house like? 
tense. <laughs> it's a tense night tonight. <laughs> I like people are just like, oh, I want to see like a reality show. And I'm just like, absolutely no, not. Don't, never, even not speak, don't say that never, three times. Never, or it'll never. happen. The thing with like the RNC is like everyone is talking about how ridiculous the speakers, I mean, the speakers are, which are. Is, you know, has something. So when Kellyanne Conway is the most qualified person to speak <laughs> at, a, at a party's na- uh, national conference. I know. Like, that's absolutely insane. Um, but I don't want to talk about it because I do not want to give them any sort of no, platform. I don't no. want to talk about how funny it is because no. it's not funny. It's not funny. It's horrifying and terrible. And It's just uh, Team Claudia. That's it. Yes. Team, team Claudia. Claudia. Thank <laughs> you for bringing, bringing it we down. We support Claudia. We do support Claudia. Yes. So now we can go on to email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys may have for us. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com um, to spell T-W-O. The first question comes from Jordan. Uh, the, the subject is Nicole Anthony from America's Favorite Player. Too hated. <laughs> Too hated. I love it. I love this. A big brother question. Uh, hey, Matt. It's Jordan here. The same Jordan that recommended Rina Sawayama to you guys. Oh, facts. Thank so glad you. you loved it. Jordan has taste, guys. Changed our lives. Uh, I am a huge big brother stan, just like Matt Steele. And with Nicole Anthony's likely eviction at the time of my writing this, she has since Jordan has sent us this email, been evicted. Also, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Yes. Is there any way Janelle stays this week? If they decide to keep her over Kaser to make her keep her because she's such a big target. Is that being discussed as an option? Yes. Okay. Sorry, guys. Spoiler (laughs) spoiler alert for all the Big Brother fans. But whatever. (laughs) Um... I, so Jordan says, I'm just curious about your thoughts on her downward trajectory this season among fans, <laughs> including a lot of hate on Twitter, which is never okay. And what went wrong since I know she was one of your all time faves after BB 21 uh, in general, any more specific thoughts on this season so far besides Janelle Kaser being the two best people in the house. Cause everyone with taste knows that love you guys, Jordan. Um, I mean, look, for those of you who don't know, um, America's favorite player last year was back in the house. Janelle and Kaser, who are very, very um, much older players from older seasons, were trying to work with Nicole, trying to save her. And Nicole, everyone was in buzzing in her ear, um, saying, "Do not trust Janelle and Kaser. Do Talk not trust Kevin." And so, yes, Kevin. Uh, and so, Nicole is such a lovely, darling, wonderful human being. Probably the most genuine soul that has ever walked through the Big Brother house, um, and just. Her problem, in, and the thing is, she has good intuitions. Mm. Nicole always had good intuitions. Her problem in the Big Brother game is she trusts people who have dumb thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> like last year, she did everything. Like Cliff convinced her to do so many dumb things. Mm. And she's like, God damn it, Cliff. This year, so many people were in her ear saying, don't trust Janelle and Kaser. When literally Janelle and Kaser were literally the only people she could trust. And so she was, the entire week, she was screen- She was telling everyone, she's like, I know they want to save me, but after this week, if you guys save me, I'm going after them, and I can't believe they would use me like that. She thought that they were using her to like bring into like their quote unquote army that everyone thinks that they have, but they really mm. didn't. Um, and so they, she, Nicole felt like really like she felt used by them and everything. And then, but, and so a lot of the fans were just like, well, God damn it, Nicole. Like if you're going to act this way towards people who are trying to help you, like we're not going to like you yeah, anymore. So it. she got a lot of criticism on social media. Um, but since then, 
uh, in like her last 24 hours in the house, she did realize that Janelle and Kaser were the only people working with her. Oh, she and realized that in the house? She realized that like oh. in the house, the, the very like last moments, like Janelle, I watched at like four, the feeds at like four in the morning and Janelle stayed, like the night before she was evicted, Janelle stayed up and like talked with her and like was just so kind and like, and Nicole was just like, I feel so terrible. I'm a horrible person. And Janelle's just like, <laughs> Why? Because she was like, she was like I worry. believed them. I, I believed. She's like, I believed them. And not only did I believe them, but I dragged both of your names through the entire house. And I got the rest of the house to hate you even Jesus. more. And and Janelle and Kesa were just like, you know, it's fine. It's a game. We don't care. I love um, because they're just very nonchalant about everything. I mean, the whole thing with this season, this season is just such an utter disappointment because... Um, I think this season really shines a light on the problems that the show has been, uh, the downward trajectory with casting and with production that the show has fallen into. Um, now so many cast members are literally just people who want to sell things on Instagram. And so they try to be the most likable people on the planet. Right. Um, they don't want to cause any waves because they want to stay in the house as long as possible because the longer they stay, the more like, I guess fans they get because the more screen time they get. But if they're not doing anything interesting, who's rooting for them anyway? I know it's, it's absolutely uh, ridiculous. It's, just, it's literally the same problem on The Bachelor. No one's there for the right reasons anymore. Yes, like these people, not, not that like there is a right reason to be on Big Brother besides <laughs> like I want But fortune. it's like you want to watch people play the game. You don't want to yes. watch people like look at you smiling, but like, oh, yes, you should follow me. And you watch old people. I guess this is like kind of like my giving me moments a little bit, but mm. um, like the one of the cast members, Tyler, who was on Big Brother 20, which was two years ago, he was just like, man, old Big Brother sucks. Old Big Brother is probably boring. He says probably because he's never seen it. Jesus. And he's like, Old Big Brother's like probably boring and everything. And people don't want to see people lie. They don't want to see them backstab. They don't want to see them do all this. They want people to root for it. And it's like, Tyler, you have absolutely no idea what anyone wants to see. And then so there's kind of like a trend online of people being like, uh, sh- sharing old stuff that happened in mm. the older seasons, being like, um, June didn't pee her pants in a cage and make everyone leave. Uh, <laughs> just, just for Tyler to call this show boring. Howie didn't threaten to eat uh, April's dog just for Tyler Jesus to call Christ. old the old seasons boring and just like all like all the crazies just and so that sort of has gotten me into a mm. downward spiral of you know watching old seasons of Big Brother. Right. Um, and I I think another like problem is Janelle and Casey like talk about this a lot is it's a generational thing. Like you really see how, and you know, we are millennials ourselves and we're so young ourselves. So young. You really see like how people are very kind of, it's all about like them, like me, me, me and like how sensitive people are Mm. like about anything. Like people like Janelle and Casey were just like, we need to align against this bigger line. We all need to come together, save Nicole against this other alliance because it's all about numbers. And, and like a lot of the people were just like, Oh, I can't believe they Janelle and Casey are just saying that we're numbers for them. And it's just like, Guys, that's the game. Don't take it personally. Like you're taking, they take everything so personally. It's just like boo-hoo, whiny, whiny. Like let's get some adults <laughs> in there in the show. Like it's just like so annoying. I could go on this for hours, but I won't because we have to get to our next uh, email. My heart. Next question. one. Uh, so the next uh, question. Sorry, I have to scroll down a little bit. Comes to us from Zoe. Uh, Zoe says, "Hi, Matt. If you were to run for president, what would each of your campaign songs be? May I suggest we're all in this together." <laughs> I think that's a great idea, Zoe. That's a good one. Um, I was actually listening to uh, Save the Day, oh. and I was just like, "This." I feel like Joe should play this it's at a couple of very these, like, timely and rallies, very, even very though we timely. can't really have rallies right now. But hey, Zoom like, rallies, absolutely a Zoom rally, or like having a little uh, uh, like. 
commercial or yeah. something. Get Mariah those hits. People right. are like, what's this song? Hey, oh, it's Mariah Carey. Number let's, one. Let's bring it to number one, yeah, Joe. It's got to. Gotta <laughs> tie those Beatles. Yeah, so I say save the day. <laughs> All right. I think it's an inspirational song. I think I'm going to think of like an even more inspirational song from Mariah, and I'm okay. going to say um, touch my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because, explain that. Because I feel like, uh, you know, when you're running for president, people do be all up in your business like a windy interview. Uh. And this is private, my running. I want my campaign to be very private. <laughs> I think I'm ready to run. I think people want transparency, hey, actually. Well, you know. Um, like, so you're saying you won't release your tax returns. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I would prefer to uh, have my body touched than to run for office. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Okay. Well, okay. in election 2020, don't. Touch bodies. <laughs> this, this can be the, that's true. the slogan for, uh, for that's 2024. Maybe, yeah, that's what it is. It's like, see, I'm going to get us out of COVID. And yes. so then we can continue. To touch Touching each other's bodies. bodies. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Touch my body and, would win. And, and like this, you'll get, totally get the sex positive crowd. Exactly. Yeah, you're worried about like the super hardcore progressives, like uh, not liking the platform. This is a platform that they can sex positivity. Touch my body. Hey. This is it. Throw me on the floor. <laughs> throw me on the floor. Throw me on the floor. Oh, throw. Not throw. Pull. I always yes. thought it was pool. No, throw. throw. Throw me on the floor. That's violent. Wrestle me around. Play with me some more. <laughs> Lyrics, people. Not everybody has that. <laughs> I think that's beautiful oh. and very patriotic. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm nothing if not a patriot first. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I think we're, it's time to wrap things up. Yes. So Matt Steele, I assume you might have already told us. but A little bit, yeah. But I guess I'll go into like slight more detail. Yeah, sounds about, more. About uh, Forgive Me Moments is uh, I've really been uh, diving back into Big Brother season nine. No, which is because uh, that's, Is that the forgotten season? The one that was like in the winter? That was in the winter of 2008 it happened because uh, of the writer strike yes. Big Brother was just like well well, oh sorry CBS was just like well no one's writing new shows right now so might as well have another season of Big Brother in yes. the winter and not in the summer um, and Big Brother 9 is like the forgotten stepchild mm. of the Big Brother like even more so than CBS tries to uh, portray BB15 uh, because BB9 was literally remember in BB15 Gina Marie no Gina oh, she's a racist? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she uh, just like Staten Island, like fought with everyone, said quite racist, yeah, made yeah, yeah. quite racist jokes and was just really, really went for the jugular, like told this adopted girl Candace on her season that her mother didn't want her and all this oh. stuff, like really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. Imagine an entire house of Gina Marie. Jeez. And so it was just utter, complete trash. Yeah. It was like, it was on VH1 and not CBS. Interesting. Uh, oh, it's what it was like. I yes, got it. and so I was... Uh, I told y'all how everyone was sharing on Twitter like such and such didn't happen for Tyler to call old seasons boring and also a lot of the stuff that's being shared are clips from season 9 and so I just went back into watching live feeds from season 9 man they were wild you had Natalie who was telling everyone oh yeah well I got an abortion like a couple months ago but it's crazy because I'm still lactating and people were like no you're not and she's like yeah I am and proceeded to run around the house squirting people with breast milk you told me Um, about that there was the time in the house when uh, two of the contestants almost died for two very separate reasons (laughs) okay this is a little bit of a long story okay you've got to short I, all right, just, all right, we're 41 minutes in we're not that long into the I podcast. need to go to bed so um, in one of the competitions they had a luxury competition because uh, back in the day in the old seasons they competed for food okay. and sometimes they lost and they didn't get food so one That's of the not. or like amenities or whatever and so 
one of the things they had to choose from was, would you rather uh, not have uh, eating utensils or would you rather not have cups for the whole week? Mm. And they were like, of course, cups, because that's easier to deal with than not having like things to pick up our food with. Mm. And so later that week, this girl, Allison, who I actually loved, she... Uh, uh, was jogging around the backyard exercising and then all of a sudden she runs into the diary room and she's like I need a nurse I'm having an allergic reaction to something I need an EpiPen like I don't know what's happening but I cannot breathe help me help me I cannot breathe at the exact same time a contestant Amanda who is like hypoglycemic outside of the diary room where Allison is dying mm. uh, faints because her, she is on slop and her sugar levels are too low and proceeds to have a seizure right outside the diary room in front of the entire house. So the house guests are like, we need medics, we need medics. But medics are with Allison, helping Allison not die. So more medics had to come in and everything as Amanda's having a seizure. This is all happening at the same time. And then the medics go, go she needs water, she needs to drink, she needs to drink. Someone get us a cup of water. And they're all just like... We don't have any cups. <laughs> oh my God, that's so it's, embarrassing. It's just the most wild. Like there was, they were all just making out with each other like at the same time in like the pool at one point. They were all just having sex with each other and this one contestant, James, mm. who uh, was found out that before he went on Big Brother, shot a bunch of gay porn. Oh my God. Um, he would just, he and this girl, Chelsea, would just actively just bone each other but on top of the covers out in the open because normally when people have sex in the big brother house they do it under the covers they're doing that so they won't be shown they were doing it so they won't be shown because legally if like you see naked bodies and everything or something you or show like actual sex like the feeds have to cut to something else Mm. um whereas in like other seasons where people try to stealthily have sex under covers, like the feeds can show that Jeez. and people just watch and they're just like, they're having sex. <laughs> but Chelsea and James were just like, Hey, we're just gonna do it out in the open. So the feeds will cut away from us. So they would just like, it was just a complete train wreck of a season. And I've just been watching it for hours. Like it's so much fun. And it just shows like, man, they, they don't have contestants that are willing to just go insane anymore like this. And at the time everyone was like, this season is terrible. Yeah. But now it's just like this season's great. <laughs> I mean, the winner was in jail for several years because he used his winnings to open up like a drug ring uh-huh. and sell drugs. Wow. Like, and he apparently like smuggled like cocaine in his butthole uh, into the Big Brother house. Like what a season. What a season. Big Brother nine guys. Wow. I'm so right. sorry to talk about Big Brother. So I mean, much, but there's not much going yeah, on. Yeah, what else is going on, <laughs> yeah. honestly? Um, well, a TV recommendation that I can give you is a show on Netflix called Love on the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful show. It's a reality show. It's only five episodes, sadly, but it's about people on the autism spectrum learning how to date and like going on dates with other people that have either are also on the spectrum or have other disabilities. And... Um, it's just everyone is so endearing and open hearted and like just saying what they want. And every like they've been going to these classes and so they all go there. And the first thing they say, they're just like, OK, what are your hobbies and interests? And they're uh-huh. like going through like, OK, this is what the way I do it. And it's like there's so many people on the show that you're so rooting for and you want them to find love so much. And they have such specific interests. Like this poor guy, Mark, is like obsessed with dinosaurs. And initially, like, oh, that's cool. You know, it's like I love paleontology. And he's like, oh, the second date I'm going to take this girl on, we're going to go to like a museum 
Millennium of, of dinosaurs so I can talk about it. And uh-huh. it's like you watch the date and you're like, no, Mark. No. <laughs> you, she hasn't said a word. You're just going around to everything and being like, okay, let me give you the history of this dinosaur from the beginning of time. I imagine that's how I will be like when I have a boyfriend and I start introducing him to Big Brother. I know. You'll be, you'll be just like Mark. <laughs> I and mean, these, like, these people listening are probably just like, Matt Steele, shut the hell up. <laughs> no, I'm sure. You mean, we get emails saying that people love it. I mean, so. Jordan's like, yeah, girl. All right. So at least you have, you have one fan up. Yes. <laughs> but yes, it's just it's just really heartwarming and the families are so supportive of their children and like I don't know I feel like so many people have this vision of autism as being one thing but there's so many different shades of it I think it's just Mm -hmm. a beautiful portrayal and a beautiful like way to grow your empathy about a subject that you might not be familiar with because you know not everyone knows someone who has autism and again everyone's autism like displays differently Mm -hmm. and I also thought it was interesting something that came up several times throughout is like all of the girls like the way that uh, autism kind of shows in girls is harder to detect when they're young. So they mm. all were diagnosed when they were like 18. Wow. And it's like, imagine going through that much of your life, not knowing that this is a part of you and not knowing that to treat it or to think about it or to like engage with it in any way. I didn't know and that. Apparently because of everything that doctors look for are like male patterns of how they display it. Interesting. And it's like how their symptoms show up and it's strange. It seems like it's so outdated. It's also set in Australia so a lot of fun accents. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it's also funny. It's also like interesting watching them on dates with people where you're like, does this person not like them because like just because they're not vibing or are they uncomfortable with the camera? Because any person dating on camera would be Mm -hmm. weird, but especially someone with autism, I would imagine that's even more pressure put on this date environment. And so half the time you're just like, you're probably just uncomfortable with these cameras and these people you don't know watching you. Yeah. And you feel like you have to perform for these cameras and be like a certain way. And, and it felt like the production was always very kind in that kind of scenario. Like I know Mm -hmm. one girl that was on this date with this guy, Michael, who is truly hilarious, like and hilarious to the point where it's like, you know how funny you're being. You're very <laughs> deadpan and uh-huh. like you won't laugh along when people are laughing with you. But like your like your timing's too good for this to be like a coincidence that you're this hilarious. But anyway, he's on a date with this girl and the girl just gets uncomfortable and like kind of looks up at the producers. But the producer's like, do you want to take a break? And she's like, yes. And then she mm-hmm. just goes and sits and takes a break. It's very much not what you hear about reality shows where it's like, no, you have to go here. You have to be here. This is the scene. You do it, do it, do it. It's very, mm-hmm. it's handled very kindly. It's like a very kind lens on these people. And so I would That's recommend good. everyone watch it. That's it's good. Really, really lovely. Because it could very easily have like turned into something. Right. And it was. <laughs> not that yeah. it was not anything negative at all like there's no way to walk away from that show feeling negatively about the participants or even the production it's just very much like I only want good things for all of these people and again as someone who watches the housewives and Vanderpump Rules I've forgotten what it's like to watch real people that you really love and we're rooting for <laughs> it's because like, you're, you're, you're used to watching monsters yeah. interact with and one another you're used to wanting them to be monsters. oh absolutely that's yeah. what what I bought the ticket for but then it's like oh no no my heart is so full it's like I the know. Grinch grew through, through six sizes how big did the Grinch's heart grow? oh I forget three it's three to six <laughs> three somewhere around <laughs> three there. to six sizes somewhere who's to say in there yeah yeah in that in that vicinity well, guys, thank you for listening. I know this was such this a wonderful was such time. a lovely time. I'm so glad we got to catch up, Matt Steele. I guess I'll see you around the apartment. Yeah, I know. I feel like I haven't seen you in days. I know it's weird. It's crazy. Different schedule. I miss you so much. I know. 
I'm amazing. Do you think about me when I'm... Uh... Not a lot, no. Okay. You don't come up. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, well, it's been great, guys. This is the last been... <laughs> episode of the Two Game Max podcast. Hey, you said that you wanted us to fight, so here we go. <gasps> oh, my God. I know. It's all coming full circle. Okay, hold on. Let me get my fighting hair ready. Yes, get your hair... Let me wipe the yes. sweat out of my eyes. Please wipe it off your brow. Yes. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Power Music. And at, it's Matt Steele. And at Two Game Mats for both of us. Go to patreon.com slash Two Game Mats for extra bonus content. And we love you all and we'll be back next week with another two game mats podcast bye